0: Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the MedBullet Step 2 and 3 podcast. In today's episode, we cover the topic of thyroid nodules found under the oncology section at medbullets.com. Let's begin with a clinical snapshot. A 22 year old woman presents to her primary care physician after finding a lump on her neck. She denies any fever, flu like symptoms, or sick contacts. She also denies any pain or discomfort in the neck. However, she notes an unintentional 8 pound weight loss she does not have any significant medical history. Family history is significant for medullary thyroid cancer in her mother and parathyroid hyperplasia in her maternal grandmother. Physical exam is significant for a fixed hard mass in the right side of the thyroid. A thyroid stimulating hormone level is decreased and thyroid scintigraphy is scheduled to be performed. Let's continue with an introduction to thyroid nodules. With regards to epidemiology, Malignant risk factors include being under the age of 30 or over the age of 70 years of age, as well as a family history of medullary thyroid cancer, multiple endocrine neoplasia type 2, Cowden syndrome, and familial adenomatous polyposis. Other risk factors include history of prior radiation to the neck, cold nodules on radioactive iodine uptake, cervical lymphadenopathy, and concerning findings on ultrasound, such as hypoechoic masses, irregular borders, Microcalcifications, and central vasculature. Benign risk factors include family history of autoimmune thyroid disease or goiter, as well as hyper or hypothyroidism and nodular tenderness. Now let's discuss the approach to thyroid nodules. In the case of discovering a thyroid nodule, one should begin with a thorough history and physical exam. This then determines the risk factors the patient has for having a malignant or benign nodule. A thyroid stimulating hormone level should be checked in all patients with a thyroid nodule. If the TSH is low, one should perform a thyroid scintigraphy, also known as radioactive iodine uptake test. A hot nodule is defined as one where there is an increased uptake of iodine compared to the surrounding thyroid tissue. This suggests an autonomously functioning thyroid. This also suggests that it is likely a benign nodule, thus fine needle aspiration or FNA is not needed. A cold nodule is defined as one where there is less uptake of iodine compared to the surrounding thyroid tissue in this case, one should perform an FNA. If the thyroid scintigraphy is indeterminate, then one should perform an FNA. If there is increased or normal TSH, then one should perform an FNA if the nodule meets sonographic criteria. Ultrasonography should be checked in all patients with a thyroid nodule. If the nodule is highly suspicious and the ultrasound demonstrates a hypoechoic nodule that is greater than one centimeter and has one or more suspicious features, such as irregular margins, microcalcifications, rim calcifications, extra extrathyroidal extension, then one should perform an FNA. If there is intermediate suspicion of the nodule, and the ultrasound demonstrates a hypoechoic nodule that is greater than one centimeter with smooth margins, then one should perform an FNA. If there is low suspicion, but the ultrasound demonstrates an isoechoic or hyperechoic solid nodule, or a partially cystic nodule that has eccentric solid areas and is greater than 1.5 centimeters, then one should perform an FNA. Now, let's discuss the management of different FNA findings. If the FNA findings are benign, then one should perform periodic ultrasound monitoring. If the FNA findings are indeterminate, then one should repeat FNA in two to three months. If the FNA findings are suspicious for malignancy, then one should perform a thyroidectomy. And if the FNA findings demonstrate a malignancy such as papillary cancer, medullary thyroid cancer, or anaplastic cancer, then one should perform a thyroidectomy. Now that we've discussed the major points relating to thyroid nodules, let's walk through some questions to apply what we've learned and get a sense of how the topic might be tested. For the first question, consider the following clinical scenario. A 55-year-old woman presents to the primary care clinic for her annual preventive visit. She has no complaints and is asymptomatic. She has a history of hypertension, hyperlipidemia, and diabetes. Her medications are lisinopril, amlodipine, atorvastatin, and metformin. There is no family history of malignancy. She is a non-smoker and drinks a beer three to four nights a week. The patient's temperature is 98.2 degrees Fahrenheit or 36.8 degrees Celsius. Blood pressure is 142 over 84. Pulse is 82 beats per minute, and respirations are 16 breaths per minute. On physical exam, a solid immobile neck mass is palpated inferior to the cricoid cartilage to the left of midline. An ultrasound is obtained and shows a 1.2 centimeter hypoechoic mass with microcalcifications. Serum thyroid stimulating hormone is 7.2 microunits per milliliter. What is the most appropriate next step in management? And the answer choices are choice one, fine needle aspiration, choice two, propylthiouracil, choice three, radioiodine ablation, choice four, surgical removal of the mass, or choice five. Thyroid scintigraphy. The best answer to this question is Choice one, fine needle aspiration. This patient's presentation with an asymptomatic thyroid nodule with suspicious ultrasound features, that is greater than one centimeter hypoechoic mass with microcalcifications, and an elevated TSH is concerning for thyroid malignancy. The most appropriate next step in management is a fine needle aspiration, or FNA. The first step in the diagnostic workup of a thyroid nodule, which can be found incidentally in asymptomatic individuals or in the presence of obstructive or vocal symptoms, includes an ultrasound and measurement of serum TSH levels. If TSH is normal or elevated, this suggests a hypofunctioning or cold nodule, which increases the risk of cancer. Thus, these nodules should undergo FNA if suspicious sonographic findings are present. Suspicious sonographic findings include irregular margins, microcalcifications, taller than wide shape, and rim calcifications in nodules greater than 1 centimeter in diameter. If TSH is low, then thyroid scintigraphy, that is radioiodine scan, should be performed to confirm whether the nodule is hyperfunctioning or hot. Hyperfunctioning nodules are rarely cancerous, so these patients can avoid FNA. Hyperfunctioning nodules causing overt hyperthyroid symptoms, such as toxic adenomas, may warrant further treatment with radioiodine, Surgery or anti-thyroid medications. Let's also discuss why the other choices are incorrect. Choice two, propylthiouracil is a thionamide that inhibits thyroid peroxidase, thus preventing thyroid hormone synthesis. It can be used for the symptomatic control of hyperthyroidism in toxic adenomas prior to definitive surgical resection. It is not indicated for the treatment of a hypofunctioning nodule. Choice three. Radioiodine ablation can be used in the treatment of a toxic adenoma, which would take up the radioactive iodine. It is not indicated for the treatment of a hypofunctioning nodule, which would not exhibit radioiodine uptake. Choice four. Surgical removal of the mass is a treatment option for a malignant thyroid nodule. Although a hypofunctioning nodule is more likely to be malignant, an FNA must be performed first to confirm the diagnosis. Choice five. Thyroid scintigraphy is used for thyroid nodules with low TSH, which increases the probability of a hyperfunctioning nodule. Confirmation of a hyperfunctioning nodule can help prevent further invasive diagnostic workup because hyperfunctioning nodules are unlikely to be malignant. Thyroid scintigraphy would not be appropriate in this patient with an elevated TSH. Finally, a bullet summary. The next step in management for a thyroid nodule with suspicious sonographic features and an elevated TSH is fine needle aspiration. For the second question, consider the following clinical scenario. A 45-year-old woman presents to your clinic for a lump on her neck. She first noticed the lump two weeks ago and does not think it has grown since then. The patient denies any dysphagia, palpitations, tremors, hair or nail changes, or heat intolerance. She has a history of type 1 diabetes, for which she takes insulin. The patient's temperature is 98.8 degrees Fahrenheit or 37.1 degrees Celsius, Blood pressure is 128 over 76. Pulse is 80 beats per minute and regular, and respirations are 16 breaths per minute. Physical exam reveals an anxious-looking woman without tremors, peripheral edema, or lid lag. Cardiac auscultation is unremarkable. There is a palpable 1-centimeter mass at the base of her neck slightly to the left of midline. What is the most appropriate next step in management? And the answer choices are choice 1, excisional biopsy. Choice two, fine needle aspiration. Choice three, reassurance and observation. Choice four, thyroid scintigraphy. Or choice five, thyroid stimulating hormone and ultrasound. The best answer to this question is choice five, thyroid stimulating hormone and ultrasound. The palpable mass at the base of this patient's neck is anatomically consistent with the thyroid nodule. The most appropriate next step in management for a newly discovered thyroid nodule is TSH and ultrasound. A normal or high TSH is indicative of a cold or non-functional nodule which carries a higher risk for malignancy and requires fine needle aspiration or FNA if sonographic criteria are met. Concerning features on ultrasound include hypoechoic nodules, irregular margins, microcalcifications, and taller than wide shape. The patient's lack of hyperthyroidism symptoms is suggestive of a cold nodule. A low TSH is suggestive of a functional nodule, which carries a low risk of malignancy. Further workup with thyroid scintigraphy, commonly using a radioactive iodine uptake test, also called a Ryu scan, is indicated. Upon confirmation of a functional nodule, the nodule can be observed with treatment of hyperthyroidism if present. Let's also discuss why the other choices are incorrect. Choice one, Excisional biopsy may be appropriate for a patient with suspected follicular carcinoma who would have findings suggestive follicular neoplasm or indeterminate cytology on FNA. TSH and ultrasound are still the best initial diagnostic tests for an undifferentiated thyroid nodule. Choice two, fine needle aspiration is indicated for cold nodules that meet sonographic criteria. However, TSH and ultrasound must first be performed to distinguish between cold and hot nodules. Choice three, reassurance and observation may be indicated for hot nodules without overt signs of hyperthyroidism. This is not appropriate for a newly discovered thyroid nodule. Choice four, thyroid scintigraphy is performed for thyroid nodules in the setting of a low TSH. It is not appropriate for a newly discovered thyroid nodule. Finally, a bullet summary. The initial step in management for a thyroid nodule is TSH and ultrasound. That's all for this review about thyroid nodules. We hope that was helpful. This is the MedBullets Step 2 and 3 Podcast, a daily audio review session from MedBullets, the free learning and collaboration community for medical student education. As a reminder, you can follow along with these podcast episodes by reviewing the topics directly on medbullets.com. You can listen to these episodes on the MedBullets website or phone app while reading through the topic. If the MedBullets podcast has been valuable to you, we'd be thrilled if you considered leaving us a five star rating. And writing us a review on Apple Podcasts. It will help us spread the word and increase our discoverability tremendously. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you all tomorrow, right here, on the MedBullet Step 2 and 3 podcast.